Okay, what if I told you that the greatest day in Pista's Twitter started with a simple poll, then it morphed into allegations of cheating, general incompetence, celebrity endorsements, and over 7,000 fans voting for who will ultimately become Pistons Twitter champion. That happened all the other day. Uh, I can't believe it, but I wanted to bring together the two men primarily responsible. Uh, they are the champions of the Pistons Twitter bracket in all but name officially. I have Duncan Smith and Nicholas Henkel here uh, from Hoops Habit and Piston Powered respectively. We wanted to do a live stream to just go over one of the craziest day in Pistons Twitter and uh, we are live streaming on Twitter, and hopefully you can also hear this eventually through your podcast, uh, the Detroit Bad Boys podcast. I am not the typical host, Laz Jackson. You'll have to put up with me. I'm Detroit Bad Boys editor, Sean Corp, and Laz will be back soon enough with his dulcet tones and great takes. Uh, thank you both for joining me and uh, being willing to talk about an absolute crazy day. Uh, so first, I just wanted to uh, open the floor by asking, uh, we'll start with Nick. Uh, tell me what it's like to compete against Duncan. So I basically went into this. So once I, once I got to Jordan in the Elite Eight, once I was up against Pistons Thoughts, I was like, okay, so this is going to be the first round where I actually have to really try and like really campaign. And then looking ahead, I was like, but eventually, because at the time, I thought that Duncan was going to be my finals opponent. So it actually got to a point where I was strategically voting against Duncan because I was like, <laughs> he's my biggest threat. I was like, I, I want him, you know, like in an ideal world, I would be voting for him. But I know that he's going to be the one that I need to beat. So I'm, I'm voting against him and it's not mattering. And then when I, um, I was actually playing uh, Warzone with Luke, Kennard, I look at my phone and I see that the final four is out and I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm, it's Duncan. Like, I was like, I thought he was going to be the championship. I'm like, Oh no. So I'm like, I got to go. Like, I just got to go with a, a punch right now. Um, I knew that if there was anybody that I was going to be facing the most annoying um, opponent, because I knew how far into his bag he could go. I knew that it was Duncan. Um, so it was the most exhausting. I was glad that you made it 24 hours and not 48 like in, or 72 like you had been doing in previous rounds. I wouldn't have been able to do that if we were still waiting. Um, the most exhausting 24 hours of my life. <laughs> and that's where the general incompetence comes in. Uh, that's my fault. I completely screwed up the bracket. I purposely <laughs> put you guys in uh, Regents because I predicted that there's a very good chance one or both of you were going to make the finals. And then in my mad dash to get everything online, I was like, oh, these two names are closest together. They're right. in the semifinals. <laughs> so uh, I think I said it's kind of like, you know, when the Pistons had to face the Bulls or the Celtics. And then that was the real championship. Then they have to play, you know, the NBA finals against the Blazers. Right. So right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that uh, Rod Beard is going to be the Blazers. We'll see what happens in the finals, we but uh, this was uh, an epic matchup. So uh, Duncan, what's it like going against Nick? 
I was happy to finally need to go into my bag of tricks. Yeah. Um, that, that was a thing that I wanted to have to do at some point. Like I didn't want to have a situation where I get, you know, one or two, maybe three walkovers in the first few rounds. And then I run into some absolute buzz. So I don't know who that would have been necessarily. Um, but I didn't want to get into a situation like that where it's all blowouts one way or another. Um, I wanted to have to really, you know, flex a little bit and see, uh, see what, what tricks I could pull out of the bag. Um, so my, you know, my big go-to move was Tobias and I wanted, I won't say that I wanted to avoid using players, but I didn't want to go to that necessarily. I wasn't going to be the first one to, to drop that, that bomb. Oh, I wasn't worried so, about that at all. I was. <laughs> well, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I wasn't going to do it like any sooner than I needed to either. Like, right, right. When when Sham pulled Alex Acker out of his pocket, I was like, well, <laughs> I can't not, you know, like I have to, I have to respond in some way. Um, so uh, I, I sent uh, I sent Tobias to text and I was like, so can I count on you for um, for assistance? Should um, should I need you down the road? And uh, he's like, yeah, no problem. And I was like, okay, cool. So I figured like he's going to throw in like a vote and I'm just going to blow sham out of the water and it's going to be hilarious. We're all going to laugh and that's going to be bad. And I'll move on, you know, I'll show my shock and awe and um, that'll have been fun. Um, I, I suppose Tobias was busy um, in that particular 24 hour period or 48 hours. I forget exactly how long that was. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't really care because our, our thing was over pretty quick. Um, Matching up against James, James wasn't going to go to his bag of tricks, so you know I wasn't going to go to mine. So you know, there, there's no fun in like trying to pull any any favors or any right. special cards, you know. So that's why I was really eager um, to match up either against you or Jordan, because like obviously right. last year, uh, me and Pistons thoughts it, it ended up being like I think a third the vote total that this one was. Uh, but you know, at the time for what Pistons Twitter bracket challenge was at that point, uh, it was it was pretty spectacular. So. I was really happy that it, it, somewhere down the line it was going to be one of the two of you. And then when uh, the quote-unquote incompetence, not my words, Sean's words, uh, <laughs> when the incompetence <laughs> took over, I was like, all right, well, um, if, if it's Nick now, uh, it's, it's time to get to work. And then I wasn't going to be the first one to call something in, but when you got Luke, I was like, all right. Like so it's texted, off, like we're doing this. Like yeah, this I was like, all right, if, if we're going to war, we're going to war. Yeah, so yeah, I texted yeah. Tobias, I was like, I need you. <laughs> And he's like, no problem. So um, he did He did his thing. And he got me back to even. You had a pretty substantial lead, I think. I think it was like 60% to 40% after yeah. a pretty decent number, like 1,500 yeah. votes. Like you had a large lead, like 200, 250 votes, something like that. Um, so over the course of the next like 12 hours or so, he got me back to even. I had a small lead in the morning. And... Um, then you got Luke to to reendorse as like I texted Tobias again. I was like, bro, I need you. <laughs> so he endorses yeah. again in this, and then I guess he got uh, he sent Bob on a message, and then that, that of happens. course, like that's the one thing like we all knew. Like yeah, everyone was kind of joking. Like just get Bob on it and it's over. Let me tell you, man. So basically, with Luke, it was like uh, I didn't realize how invested he was in the poll. Like it was really cool. I think it was uh, during the going into yeah. the Sweet 16. So like Jordan and I haven't even hadn't even faced yet. I was playing with him and it, it got brought up to him and he like chimed in and he's like, yeah, I actually voted in one of those polls. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I go, who did you vote for? He goes, I voted for you. And I was like, 
wow. So he goes, he asked me, he goes, so who's left in it? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know who you're going to know. He goes, well, just tell me. I go, well, Eli Bashi, I don't know if you know him. He goes, yeah, yeah, I know Eli. And I was yeah, like, Charlie. yeah, he knows and, Eli. <laughs> uh, and I, and, you know, I'm, I'm like, James Edwards is still on, you know, I give him the reporters. I say, you. and so it was just really cool. Well, once I get to that point, he's made it clear that he's going to help me. And I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll keep you updated on the status of me versus Duncan. And he goes, absolutely. So once you send out Tobias, um, it's probably like, Eight thirty, nine o'clock central time. But I know that, you know, you guys are obviously in Eastern. I send him the tweet and I'm like, Hey man, like we gotta, we gotta do something <laughs> about this. And he doesn't read the, like I, he didn't read that what I sent until like the next morning. And I'm like panicking because he had said, you know, once it's like three or four hours left in the poll, if you're down, I'll tweet something out. Don't worry about it. Well, there's like three hours left and he like yeah. hasn't woken up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm like right. freaking out. And then you know, you can't count on it. You know, like they it, said, you can right. count on it, but you can't count on it. Right. And I'm not yeah. going <laughs> to, you know, bomb him and be like, no, like help, help, help. Right. So, um, you know, he, he sends out the shoes tweet. And then once Boban hits and I, I verbatim was like nail in the coffin, I send it to Luke. And like five, 10 minutes goes by. And we had kind of casually, I'd casually brought up Blake before, I think. Five, 10 minutes goes by. He DMs me. He goes, hold on. I'm working on something. <laughs> <laughs> One or two minutes later, because I'm sure you were the same. Your notifications, every time you refresh, it's 20 plus, right? Yeah. Like it's off. You can't keep up with it. And it's still kind of like that for me. But I saw what, I, I got that notification and I was like, man that was that was the moment where i was just like when he said i'm working on something i was like there's no way he means what i think that he means yeah that is exactly <laughs> what he that was exactly what he meant yeah so, so that's so funny because i got sort of uh sorry sean but that was kind of similar to uh like the, the tobias thing too because he got invested too like he retweeted a couple times and then he tweeted like watch this and i was like oh my god what's he gonna do me <laughs> off. oh i was so mad did you have a prediction so of funny. what watch this meant? Well, it happened almost simultaneously. Like I saw, yeah. I saw Boban almost the exact same time as I saw watch this. So it was, it was too quick for me to really process like where this could go. But Boban would have been my first guess. Uh, so, so how much it, ahead of time were you guys working on your devious plans of uh, celebrity endorsements? Duncan, you can go first, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I figured that probably Tobias would come through um, for me whenever like I, I really needed. I didn't really start planning on it until <laughs> until Sham dropped Alex Acker. And, and then I was like, well, I have to do something. You know, I, I, I can't let Sham be the only one that like pulls a player card. Um, you know, even though I'm sure it was a ten dollar cameo or something, uh, it, it was uh, hey, a little respect. I'm sure 20. it was more than actually, that. Was it twenty? Was it twenty? Okay, yeah. all right. I'll Apologies right to now. both Sham and Alex Hacker. My I will bad, look it up bad. right now. That's a good money he spent then. Um, yeah, so that was when I decided like I need to go for a little shock and awe. Even if I don't win this, you know, at least I'll have like a big splash um, that that I can sort of like make a mark in uh, in the tournament. Um, so that was where. That was that was basically like the point in time that I decided that I needed to to call in a player. Give me just one second. I'm looking up this. Uh, I'm just making sure I know what it is. I I, I think it was twenty bucks. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It was eleven. 
<laughs> More than 10. It was $11. Um, yeah. So with your like, I feel like for you, it was probably less selfish to be like, to have standards with the, I don't want to call in the big guns until I absolutely have to. And I guess I subconsciously had the same thing where it was like, I know Jordan is, cause I think the first like two or three rounds I'm sending out like one tweet and I know, you know what I mean? It's just like, Hey, like you would say like, Hey guys, you know what you need to do? And then I'm like, I'm yeah. good. Maybe give it yeah. like one retweet or you're fine. Once I went up against Jordan, I knew like that was when I was going to have to do something. So with how I was planning it, I mean, I knew Luke would help. Did I think Grant Napier was going to help? I'm sure if I texted him, it, no problem. But I didn't, I didn't have to. He just he went ahead and he did it. I know, I know I can confirm three NBA players I know for a fact voted for me. I guess, Duncan, you probably – I mean, you had Tobias and Boban. I got uh, Luke and uh, I'm assuming Blake probably voted. And then I also know I got Doug Christie. Which was like oh, okay. that's a good yeah, one. I yeah, got, I got the Christie. You so, got the king's vote. Every vote only counts once, no matter who it is. Yeah. Well, I, I know, but it's still cool, right? It's still yeah. cool to be like, oh, like this person paid attention. So, as far as what I had planned, all of it just kind of happened when it did. Um, the Luke thing was really the only thing that I knew I could count on. Um, and I know that some people were mad, like, oh, well, he's got you know King's Twitter and Buck's Twitter on his side. Here's what I would say to that. Um, if someone's going to look at me and in, in their eyes, I'm or Duncan is one of the top representatives of said section of Twitter. I do still think that is an important vote because if I'm someone that they view as the top of Pistons Twitter, well, their vote would matter just as much as it would for a Pistons fan, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so having like two and a half fan base, because Bucks Twitter, they didn't come through for me all the way, but so there I think that was is what you're saying. Yeah. Let's What's be honest. That? Bucks Bucks Twitter is split. I've been with Bucks Twitter since the start, so I, I think that there are some OG Bucks fans uh, that maybe had a difficult decision on their hands. I know you got snow season, but like the fan sided Bucks com- contingent, yeah, that would have been tough for yeah. them. Snow season and uh, uh, I don't know what he changed his name to, but like Ninja Scott season. I think his name's Ryan. Um, okay, uh, I got him too. I, I literally sent them a, a group DM and I was like. I'm never this guy, but I like, I need you guys right now. And they came through Snell season. I knew was like the first on my like uh, non-verified, you know, uh, checklist. Yeah. But when, you know, when our matchups going down, my DMS are just like, it's all blue checks. Like I'm reaching out to everybody that I can. <laughs> I thought about DMing uh, Daryl Morey. I was like, I haven't spoken to him. I was like, he just, you know, so, so that, um, that, that goes to my next question. Uh, how much of toward the end of this, I think it was really sort of, uh, if not captivating, it it was on the radar of people throughout NBA Twitter, and I started seeing through the Detroit Bad Boys account a lot of uh, verified people in the community voting and stumping for certain people. Did that happen organically? Were you actively reaching out to people asking for a little a little bump? What was going on? I'll Duncan, go for a snake. okay, I was gonna say, um, <laughs> we'll go snake draft here. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I think most of the verified people that I reached out to, um, Luke got back to me. Obviously, uh, Doug Christie got back to me. Grant, I didn't reach out to him. I just knew I could count on him. I don't really think that there was anybody 
most of the people that actually responded to the bat signal that I put up uh, were like non-verifieds who I knew had high follower accounts. The one that um, the one endorsement that I legitimately dropped my phone because I was like, that's so annoying was um, what is his name? Matt. It's uh hardwood. Um, Matt Moore. Yes. That was it. I was like, that's 130,000. That's it. Game. Um, one, one thing I do want to add about like the whole Blake Griffin thing. Here's my biggest thing. Luke texts me. I'm working on something. And Sean, this doesn't really answer your question. I guess I don't really, I don't really have an answer um, as far as like who else, who I reached out to and who didn't reply. Cause there's a lot of people, but Blake tweeted that out with what 35 minutes left in the poll. Yeah, it late. My thing is like, what if he was working out? You know, what if he's doing something where he misses that window and it doesn't, that was like, I couldn't stop thinking about that. But um, people that I reached out to that didn't come back or that, that didn't help me out. No one really of interest, I guess. But I, I reached out to a lot of blue checks. Absolutely. Um, my support, such as it was, was fairly organic. Um, obviously, Tobias was, was the main one that I reached out to. Um, I got Matt more late. Um, I didn't reach out to him. He, we've, we've, you know, we've had a solid relationship for a few years now. So, um, Matt, Matt was on his own, uh, coach Nick, uh, acted on his own. Again, coach Nick is somebody that, uh, we go back some ways. Um, as far as blue checks, um, Baron Davis is somebody that I haven't talked to in a while, but I did reach out to him late night. I didn't expect anything. He was the nuclear option I kept like hinting at. Oh, that was uh, the th- okay. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, I, I figured there was like a one percent chance uh, that anything would develop there. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, um, any blue check uh, endorsements or whatever I got all were uh, organic as far as yeah 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 um, and a lot of it was just because you know, i've been around a while and you know that was people the, know me that's one advantage right yeah and yeah. you know sean you said like what is it like to face duncan let me tell you what the most annoying part of it is you like messed with my head an hour into the poll I was just for fun. There was oh no strategic God. element. I just I knew I, I could, I could really raise your blood pressure. And it was just for fun because I, I knew I could. You said, uh, so Luke Kennard tweets out, uh, I think at the time, I think he may have just retweeted it. I don't remember when he set out the shoes, excuse me, the, the shoes tweet, but I, I get the Luke endorsement right off the bat. It was very and, quick, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, we went from said, a big lead for me to a big lead for you. It yeah. just flipped. Right. And it was, you said something to the effect of, like shouldn't have pulled that punch too like that early. Like you went, you, you pulled out the big guns a little too early. Something like that. Yeah. And I, for the next like three hours was just like, is he right? I was like, every time that I told you I had something else, it was a flat out lie yeah. until I'm like, I always knew there was like, this thing could happen. Like I could yeah. get this person, but I don't really know. Like if against Rod, I have one, one like new trick up my sleeve that if it, if it does pan out, won't be as thermonuclear as Blake was, but I think it'll swing it to a point where it's like, this is over. Um, so the worst part about playing Duncan is the fact that he knows exactly what to say uh, to get me to just like question every decision that I have made. And it happened on multiple occasions. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, 
I don't remember specifically what I said, but I remember like where I, I was in like a drive through on my way back home. You know, I was like, ah, this is, I think I said something like, the Luke bump wasn't as big as I thought. I hope you oh, got your slave. Oh, that. that made me Yeah, so that was really tempting. And that oh, was man. that was genuine. That was <laughs> genuine too. I was like, I thought this was going to make more of a dent. Like I thought I was going to have a huge hole. This is, yeah. I mean, this is a big hole. But like, if you know, if if my my one call that I had out, which I was very confident was going to come through, like I wasn't going to get, he wasn't going to stand me up twice in a row. You know, he, he was he was going to he was going to get me the second time for sure. So I was like, yeah. I mean, if that's all you got, and this is the this is the only bump you got, like, I feel pretty good right now. <laughs> I feel like Luke probably read that tweet immediately, hit his DMs, and was like, Oh yeah, Nick, I got something I'm working on. That's but that was it. that was yeah. fun too. Like, you know, I mean, if I can get Luke's, like, if I can get Luke riled up too, and I can make yeah. him really care about this, like, if they blow me out, great, whatever. I made these two dudes sweat all afternoon, and that's yeah. fun. <laughs> No, Luke. Was, uh, that was a, that was another big thing for me. You know, like I I figured at least until Tobias did come through, I figured there's a pretty good chance that I'm not going to win this, but I'm not going to make any bit of this easy. No, absolutely. And I think um, uh, how into it Luke very clearly was. Like he DMs me like three hours after the fact. Like right, everything's over. You know, it was crazy. The poll ends. I didn't realize it was like 11:30 in the morning. I felt like it was like seven o'clock at night. Like I had been, I didn't, I couldn't sleep. Like every time I would wake up, I'd have to check the poll. I didn't sleep at all. I was, I was up at like eight o'clock cause I had to make sure I was, you know, out campaigning. And that was just the longest day of my life. But it was so cool to see how into it Luke was. He DMs yeah. me like three, four hours after the poll, like all caps, like big dub today, fire <laughs> emojis on my ass. What I'm talking about. Um, but, and Sean, you kind of mentioned this a minute ago, like, the thing that I'm so curious to know about it is like, how big was it? Like how many fan bases did this reach? Cause we can say the Kings, the bucks, I don't know if the heat Well, Yeah, actually it definitely reached heat Twitter, Sixers, Twitter. You know what I mean? Like how much of NBA Twitter was actually Lakers, Twitter, Lakers, Twitter. Some of Lakers. Yeah, you, Twitter, got, yeah. you got the, the beat writer from the Lakers. I saw that. And I was like, uh, I got Harrison Fagan. I don't know if I got any other beat writers. I, there was some verified beat from, from the Lakers that I saw. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, how many people were actually watching this? Cause, and Duncan, I'm sure you got this too. Actually, Sean, you were probably involved in most of the, the mentions. People were like, this is like the most entertaining thing that we've had to watch since quarantine. And I, that was, that was really cool. And I, yeah. Sean, I imagine that's got to make you feel pretty good that you were able to orchestrate this again. It definitely makes it worth it. I mean, the, yeah. it's a crazy project to do and, uh, if you see my mentions right now, there's a, a corruption <laughs> scandal that we'll get to shortly. But yeah. uh, I mean, what makes it so fun, and especially the matchup between both of you, is the only reason that the the bracket exists is you want to raise up sort of the best of Twitter, which is honestly a cesspool of hate and terror and depression. And I hate that I'm addicted to it. So this is sort of yep. my my very minuscule attempt to actually raise the platform above what it is because there's great things out there. You just got to dig for them. And I've, in the last two years of running this, there's tons of accounts that just never passed my radar that I started following because they had so much support from the larger yeah. community. Uh, lots of great follows I have in the, now because I'm hearing about people. And of course, uh, when two titans of the industry get involved and they're facing each other, 
uh, it's hard not to be entertained by that. So yeah, I think uh, there's like a sorry. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I, I think there's sort of like um, you know, in, in a certain way, like especially with a big matchup like this, ended up being um, you know, you kind of have like both competitors like raising each other's level in a way. You know, like I. I think Nick got like 70 followers or hundred followers or something from this. I wound up getting 200. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan got like 200 in our matchup last year. Um, I think I got like 80 followers in this, in this, yeah. in this final round. Like, um, you know, it's, you know, it's not all about followers or anything, but it's, it's cool to have um, everybody's signal amplified just that little bit more, you know? Um, and, you know, even for somebody who doesn't get a lot of followers or get a lot of votes, like uh, I, f I faced Keith Black in the first round and I, I, beat him pretty well, but like he got a hundred people voting for him. You know, that's, yeah. that's when you, when you think about it as like a vote of confidence or a vote of support or whatever, like that's pretty cool. You know, like yeah. uh, a guy who only had like 40 followers, like three or four months ago in Keith. Um, now he's out there in a Pistons bracket challenge and he's getting a hundred people choosing him, you know, like yeah. over, over a check marker or whatever. So <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, I think everybody who, uh, who did not find themselves involved in some sort of scandal, at least, um, can come away with, uh, with something, um, good to, to look back on with this thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I can say personally that my personal account, 12 followers. So this is a really, hey. really doing gangbusters. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway. So, uh, I implied a bit of a scandal. Uh, I have to address it right now. So on the other side of the actually incorrect bracket was uh, beat writer Rod Beard against uh, infamous, apparently hilarious troll account, Andre Stans. One, uh, secret identity will remain secret. Uh, unfortunately, even though he was coasting to victory, he uh, absentmindedly... Uh, foolishly, and I'm sure regretfully, asked his followers to purchase votes through a little bot farm to try and push himself over the top in a tight matchup. Uh, that's basically my one no-no. Uh, last year, uh, infamously, <laughs> Joe Truck uh, on Twitter uh, basically hit up, I don't even know I, I don't know the whole story. I don't want to know the whole story. There's a passionate following of somebody who um, I don't even remember what their kitschy little phrase was. That was uh, Beto is a furry. Beto is a furry. I remember. Yep. That we was all, in my mentions a few yeah. hundred uh, times. Uh, mine, those, mine as well. <laughs> those are real people. They really had to push a button. They had to vote. Uh, bots don't have to do that. It's not the same thing. It's not as fun. Uh, I hated my mentions for a couple days, but I still saw the humor in it. That's still funny still a little bit of fun so uh, unfortunately Andre stands this year disqualified next year maybe he can make it all the way to the finals if he decides uh, to play it down them down the middle there so Nick that means you have to face rod in the finals yeah. I don't know if you are just exhausted you just need to hibernate but tell me what it feels like to to go to the finals against rod so I don't know if you guys saw um, 
I was going through some of my old tweets the other day uh, for fun, not to try to, you know. Not scrubbing? Yeah, not to like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to delete any of those. There's no reason to delete those. Because sometimes I think it's fun to just find my old hilarious takes, right? Like I found one from like 2015 where I was like, I don't play defense. Stop asking me to play defense. Like I just shoot threes in transition. Like things like that where it's like I'm a kid and I'm being dumb and it's funny. Well, I found a tweet from 2018 where I, it was something along the lines of uh, Rod Beard just replied to me today, uh, just replied to me today, uh, consider my path to journalism like underway, like something like that. Like I remember that day, I remember I was really excited, right? Um, so Rod was like, at the time, he was the only beat writer that I knew like for so many years because I wasn't really in the community or anything like that. So Rod was like the first beat writer that I actually paid attention to and that I read. Um, so for me, he's kind of like an original, like my introduction to whatever Pistons media actually is. Um, so it's really, really cool. Now, do I think he's going to try in the championship? Um, I don't know. Cause he's sent out what? No tweets. Like, I think he's maybe like tried to finally start, you know, helping himself out in this last round. But before that, I don't really recall seeing him really no. trying to say anything. And I get it. You know, they don't, they don't, well, that's, this isn't quote unquote for them. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. I, it's whatever. So do I want him to try? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want to say no, like that would be cool, but no, you know, I want it to be fun. Um, if I got to pull out some big guns, I got some of those, but, but facing rod or facing stands, the difference is like, I get why stands is funny. I, I like I get it. He has some tweet. Like the one thing that I hate that he does is like the fake Bleach Report, the fake ESPN. I don't. Me- I hate those. Those aren't funny. The other ones I get it. Right. Like I get the humor. I think um, the opportunity to play Rod, somebody that I consider, I don't really even know how to articulate it. But it's for me. Like I know this tournament's fun, right? And it's it is. It's really fun. The opportunity to win it for me. Um, and maybe this is taking it a little bit too seriously, but I think I consider it as sort of like a, if I win, it's sort of like a validating thing where people are like, you're doing something good. Keep doing this thing. Um, I even got some advice from Grant, uh, Napier the other day where he's like, look, you're very clearly on this collision course with, you know, actually being this media person. Um, you know, it's time to start acting like it. Not in a rude way. He just means it professionally. And Rod is one of anything to do the... with a beer and a shower? I don't mean to, to, <laughs> to break your train of thought there. Um, you know what it actually has more to do with? And he's, he's right. He's like when players interact with you. Uh, act like you've been there. I thought he was talking about the beer thing because I slid in like a, you know what, you're right, I should carry myself better. And he's like, no, 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 no. Just act like you've been there with players. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. So I can still dump beer on myself? Like, cool, I'll still do that. But uh, my roundabout answer of uh, way of answering your question is I'm very excited to face Rod in the finals. Also, I'm not exhausted. I could do it tomorrow. I'm good. I don't know if you ever get exhausted, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get exhausted just by watching you. <laughs> so uh, to wrap up uh, the conversation a bit here, we, this year we had, let's see, um, let me make sure I have this right. You got Luke Kennard plus Blake Griffin on one side, 
then you had Tobias Harris and Boban on another side, right? Yep. Who am I missing? Yep. Was that it? Uh, Alex Acker. Alex Acker. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um, I think also Dustin got uh, one of the guys from the starters. Again, oh, that's Cameo. Right. But, yeah, Ted. but, you know, the guy jumped in. So, yeah. 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 Sean, can I ask you a question? Somebody wanted me to ask you this. Can you go to on like on your phone or computer, whatever it is? Can you go to our poll tweet? Can you do like the uh, like view analytics? I just want to know what the engagement numbers on that are, if you don't mind sharing. Oh, sure. Uh, somebody that, talk about like something interesting while I do this, though. Uh, Duncan, what at what point before the Blake Griffin uh, bombshell were you like I might lose this, or if there was a point where you didn't feel confident? Um, I think when. When Luke tweeted again in the morning, and I wasn't like I didn't know that now Tobias was like invested. Um, I right. think, I think when he tweeted, and then you went from like I don't know point three percent behind to like point three percent ahead, yeah. and that that changed the trend of the last few hours. Um, I think it was at that point that I I then thought like now we've we might have reached a problem because if Tobias didn't come through or whatever, like I don't have any way of getting like, you know, at that point, like that's like 60 follow, like 60 votes, yeah. you know, yeah. 60 plus votes uh, just, just in my way in the next couple of hours. Um, so that was going to be difficult. And then when uh, Tobias jumped back in and Boban jumped in, um, then, then I was thinking like, even there, like I had like a very slim edge, you know, I think I might've had like a one, like a slightly more than one percentage. Um, so it was that point that I started to think that like maybe, but I also knew that Luke was invested. You know, I was like, this yeah. is, this is a real race against the clock. Like if this is four hours longer, I'm not going to win because Luke is just going right. to keep counting this. You know, like I don't have, I can't be, I can't keep like hammering my texts away and being like, can I you try again? Like, <laughs> you know, so. So was the, for you was Boban, cause it sounds like you didn't think that that was as crucial of a blow as I did and as everybody else did. I thought Tobias jumping back in was enough. And then I thought yeah. Boban, unless you did pull out one more trick, I thought Boban was enough because then we jumped to like a two and a half, 3% edge for me. Yeah. Um, like yeah. it, it, it went from being like razor thin to being like still close water, man. I yeah. mean, because well, the problem is, is it, it looks that close, but when it's that many votes, that's the thing. It's yeah. Actually like 150, 200 votes. And I'm like, yeah. how am I supposed to do this? what, what was, what annoyed me was like the two things really quick, Sean, I don't mean to keep, keep no, rambling and keep, keep this going. You know what? Another thing about playing Duncan that is terrible. Like this is the worst, one of the worst parts about it, dude, I don't know your sleep schedule. So I'm like, when is he going to be asleep? So I can like kind of really start to hammer home when he's not around. Right. And that was one of the things that was literally keeping me awake yeah. because I'm like, okay, it's like three in the morning right now. This dude's not going to bed. It's three o'clock my time. Like it's, you know, it's four o'clock for him. I'm like, when is this guy going to sleep? I wake up in the morning, boom, you're already tweeting. I'm like, when does this guy go to bed? So that was annoying. Um, I will say that that was one of the worst days for you, for like my actual like real life sleep schedule because I was up late because like there's like no chance I'm going to bed before three o'clock Yeah, for any reason. It's, it's just, I'm not wired to do so. Um, and I had to get up early for some... Um, quarantine permitted running around that I had to do. <laughs> um, so I just like by the nature of like things that I had to get done that day, I was up, I was awake, I was alert. I was, you know, I'm up anyway. And this thing is going on. So I need to like, 
get to it, you know? Um, so yeah, you know, some days I might've just been like, all right, I'm going to like do what I normally do. Um, and we'll see what happens in the morning. But this was a day where I was awake, I was engaged and like, basically like aside from our competition, um, you know, I, I was, I was kind of like at my, uh, my peak levels anyway. So, um, yeah, it, as far as like, as you mentioned, like what would make you absolutely hate your life? Like that was probably one of the, the worst days for you simply because of like what I had to get done that day anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I will say cool. that Luke Kennard's great. Love Luke Kennard, Blake Griffin, pretty good. Nice guy. Only one person yeah. has punched John Wick. It's Boban. I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be the clincher. I was shocked. So, but you know what was funny? Probably the most toxic thing that I've done in the last twenty-four hours, going back through some of these tweets, and people. Oh, Duncan! Like someone tweeted after the Boban tweet, the GIF of like Anakin igniting a lightsaber with all the younglings, right? As if to say, like, I'm toast. I wanted to reply and be like. Like what now? Like it was so, there was so much, like I keep going back and reading these replies where people are like body bag, which I admittedly was doing quite often. Um, and like, even in our, uh, our NBA division group chat, Josh Wilson sends the, the cause it, it, Sean. So most of the, you know, the, the, the site experts and all that from fan sided, we have this group chat and people are keeping up with it and it's awesome. Well, Josh uh, Wilson, he sends, I think it was the Boban tweet. And he was like, well, it was a good fight. <laughs> right as if to say and then i send the the blake griffin tweet and i was like it sure was josh like that was amazing i love how um, nick is so nice that his version of being mean and toxic is to tell people they were incorrect in their assumption yeah i mean <laughs> the one thing i did i Back did on the grounds have changed guys <laughs> <laughs> i felt i felt genuinely terrible about the forbes joke right I just your and everyone dude i was in tears that was the funniest <laughs> thing i've oh yeah i cannot believe funny. that i so it was for, so funny <laughs> for the people that don't know uh nick's trash talk oh, right, was yeah. to um to mock <laughs> Duncan for uh, his big paychecks for writing for Forbes. Uh, I don't even he really. Called himself an underdog. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't yeah. collect checks from Forbes if you're an underdog. Just because yeah, Forbes was... is like the place where they write about millionaires doesn't mean the people that write for Forbes. <laughs> That's a good point. Are millionaires. That's a good point, Sean. That's a good. And point. the, the reason you. I felt bad is because I was like, look, the reason he's an underdog is because he's a guy who maybe took this unconventional path and got into this great position. Like that's what makes him an underdog. So I'm like, Nick, well, delete this. This is a terrible to, tweet. To clarify, I called myself an underdog because I had come from behind against you and Luke. Now I, I used, you know, a, a former Piston who is like on a max contract playing for the Philadelphia 76ers to get like back into this comeback situation. The the underdog thing was like totally farcical. You know, I I thought it was hilarious that I could call myself an underdog in, in something like Pistons Twitter related, even as a joke. And so I just like ran with it because and it got Hal upset, which was so funny to me. And uh, dude, having him on my side, here's my thing: having Hal on my side. I remember I did it as like a, eh, this is probably a good idea. Do you understand? If I'm up against, forget facing you, I'm up against Jordan in the Sweet 16, right? Imagine Hal is on the opposite side with all the Warriors' ammunition. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's game at that point. Cause at this point that stuff doesn't bother me. Cause if you know, you know, it's like, who cares? Yeah. Um, so this is getting I was so... inside baseball. I feel like we've, we've gone down a path that only about five <laughs> people can really understand who we're talking about. That's a good point. So yeah, that's a good point. I, I'll reset by uh, addressing the question you asked earlier. It looks I'm sorry, like you're right. The, yes. full, the full day activity for the Detroit Bad Boys account, there were about 200,000 impressions. And uh, your specific poll had about 50,000 impressions. Wow. So uh, it made the rounds. There was a, a lot yeah. of action on all sides there. It was very fun. Um, and so to, to wrap up, I guess, um, Duncan, I'll start with you. Thinking about next year, you almost made it to the promised land. You didn't quite get there. What's your pitch to the Pistons community to uh, get them to support you? And how will you attempt to bribe them like some competitors did through perhaps giveaways <laughs> signed of, memorabilia yeah right <laughs> like like where's your head at there well that's a good question um if i had won and then like obviously went on to to win this thing um i probably would have uh retired on top um but now now i'm i'm not so sure i i think that i've come extremely close uh twice now to you know who knows how things would have gone in the, in the finals against rod um, but you know, last year, like it took a, uh, an actual horde to, to beat me. And I, <laughs> I felt, I will say, I, I, I gotta say that I am a lot, I'm, I'm more content having lost to Blake Griffin and uh, Luke Kennard as uh, sort of a, an aid, a voting aid, if you will, um, than I am to a, a Beto as a furry horde. So, um, this loss was a little easier to take. I just basically last year was like, I, I don't. I won. I don't care. <laughs> I win. Right. Um, right. You know, this, this one, this one, it's a lot easier to take as a good sport. Um, so as far as like what my, my, my plan, my pitch, my strategy is for next year, uh, I think that a lot of it is going to be matchup based. Um, you know, if, if uh, for whatever reason I hadn't ended up matched up against Jordan or Nick in, uh, in the final four, uh, I might not have been able to get into my bag of tricks. Uh, so it would have been a cakewalk. I, I mean, it wouldn't it, have been it, even. It, 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 probably, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, uh, if, if somehow or another I'd, I'd skirted around you two and gone up against Rod, who I don't think is going to play any tricks, you know, I don't really know yeah. what the strategy would have been. So um, I'm going to remain adaptable. Um, you know, I think over the course of the year, I will probably uh, I'll probably come up with a few ideas here and there because, uh, you know, whoever I end up facing, who I uh, – who I respect his opponent. Not that I don't respect Sham or or uh, Detroit Kool Aid or or Keith, um, but like who I who I think has like a legitimate uh, legitimate shot to not just like sneak a blow in and, and get me, but somebody who I have to like really pull up the stops to beat, um, such as yourself uh, or Jordan. Um, I'm I'm gonna keep my eyes open for little trips, little tips and tricks along the way that uh, maybe a little more sophisticated than than just calling up my guy Tobias, uh, you know. <laughs> I might, I might have, I might have some more uh, high-level stuff in my my bag of tricks next year. So uh, I don't really have an answer to that question. I I don't have a strategy crafted yet, but it will certainly be matchup dependent. And I wouldn't be surprised if you're matched up again against Nick next year. But Nick, you haven't won yet this year. 
what's your pitch to the Pistons fan community to take it all the way home? How are you going to get, how are you going to convince them that you're the man to vote for in the final round? Yeah. You know, I think I, I'm, here's what I'll promise. I promise that I won't dump beer on myself again. I already have, if I was to, to, if I am to go on to the finals and, and win the whole thing, I already have that video planned out. There's no uh, beer involved. Um, I, my thing is this, look, the giveaways are amazing, right? If you vote for me, obviously uh, Blake Griffin will give away a signed Jersey. My mom texts me. She goes, well, why don't you get the Jersey? I was like, mom, that's not the point. Um, I was like, it has to you get, go to you somebody. You get the W. <laughs> <laughs> like, it has to go to you somebody get what matters. else. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. She goes, well, you do get the shoes. No mom. Um, <laughs> if, 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 if I win Blake Griffin will give away a signed uh, Jersey. Uh, Luke Kennard will give away a pair of sneakers. I don't know if it's like his like game worn. I don't know. I don't know the logistics of that. I haven't spoken to him about that. So there's these giveaways to look forward to. Obviously him and I, Luke and I will be streaming call of duty together. If I win, we're going to have a fan join us and there may be um, a surprise celebrity guest in there. TBD on that. I, well, aside from Luke, obviously um, there may be somebody else in there. So there's that. And that's great. I guess the sentimental reasons to vote for me, I don't know. What's the meanest thing that I say to somebody like unequivocal moron or something like that is probably the meanest thing. Right. So I think I'm pretty good at, at, at this positivity thing, making sure everybody's on the same page, having a good conversation. Um, that's a good reason to vote for somebody. Right. So um, to, to wrap it up, Nick, we'll, we'll give you the final word and then I'm going to yeah. outro this. Uh, speaking of your positivity, the the sunshine you provide to the Pistons fan community, um, to your vanquished foe, this is your opportunity to say whatever you want. Uh, what message do you have for Duncan, who's still nursing his wounds? What what does he mean to you and the Pistons community in your eyes? Duncan and I have a really cool. This is actually the first time I've ever we've ever even had like the. This is the closest face to face interaction that we've ever had before. So Duncan, as I don't know if most people know this, I don't know if most people don't know this, Duncan is the reason that I have the Motown Noah nickname. So Duncan is, he's about as important a member of Pistons Twitter uh, as there can possibly be. Um, he'll tweet out a banger every once in a while. If you tweet one, he'll be sure to support it or he'll be like, wow, this did numbers, right? Super supportive guy. Um, always really good at... Sometimes I'll have a bad take. I'll say something dumb. Duncan is really good at explaining why I'm wrong in, in certain situations. He's genuinely just a phenomenal guy. Um, as far as the blue checks go in Pistons Twitter, one of the more wholesome. As far as what I have to say to him about beating him, congratulations for um, being one of the most, being part of the most frustrating 24 hours of my life. Um, the fact that it took, um, 4.4 million followers on top of 90.3 thousand followers in order to beat you, I think speaks volumes. And that's not, you know, even including Grant Napier and the other blue checks that I got. If it takes Blake Griffin and Luke Kennard to beat you, I think you can be, I think you can live with that. I think it speaks volumes about the people that voted for you. Well, this has been a, a wild ride between uh, two Titans of Pistons Twitter uh, if you haven't picked up on it already, Pistons Twitter is a world unto itself. NBA Twitter is a world unto itself. It's crazy. There's lots of great people you can follow on Twitter, including both 
Duncan and Nick. Um, but you should hit up the Detroit Bad Boys account, find one of the brackets, find the original bracket with all the names on it. You'll find tons of great follows. Uh, if you basically grabbed everybody in the 64 person bracket and followed everybody, you'd have uh, a lot richer Pistons experience for it. I want to thank both Duncan and Nick for joining me and uh, let them know how they can get in touch with you for uh, the end of the tournament and beyond. Start with Duncan. Uh, well, you, uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you do not already at Duncan Smith NBA. Um, all my, my writing right now is on uh, Hoops Have It, where I'm the site expert, and on uh, Forbes Sports Money, where I cover the Detroit Pistons. Uh, that's, that's more or less my, uh, my simple existence right now here on the internet. So uh, these are the, the places you can find me most easily. And Nick, how about you? So on Twitter, um, at Nicholas Henkel, no H and Nicholas, and my last name is H-E-N-E-L, for those who don't already follow me. Um, I'm a site expert with Piston Powered, like Sean said at the beginning of the show. And um, I may have, uh, I, don't, I can't say anything too specific yet, but I may have a very exciting announcement about another place that you'll be able to find me very soon. So you'll have to follow me on Twitter in order to find out what exactly that is. Well, we can't wait to find out. Thanks again to both of you. Uh, this is allegedly also going to be a Detroit Bad Boys podcast. So uh, thank you for putting up with me as a, a temporary replacement host for Laz Jack Jackson and Ben Golker. Uh, as always, please rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Detroit Bad Boys on Twitter. Hit us up at DetroitBadBoys.com while we navigate this crazy offseason. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you uh, sometime soon.